decree the name of Jesus, you're literally pulling down strongholds and you're setting things in motion. I, I, I want you to understand what you're doing when you're singing, Jesus, Jesus. It's the most powerful name, most powerful name. Sickness flees, demons flee. Right? At the name of Jesus. It's powerful when we sing. It's powerful when we sing the name of Jesus. Present and I glory, 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 glory. Glory, glory, glory. There's a shift happening already. God is doing, He's breaking through. And some of you that are not as used to or as comfortable, God is breaking you through to a whole nother realm. There's there's a shift happening in your heart. It's the spirit of the living God and his Holy Spirit is falling on you. You're stepping in, you're stepping in. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. If not for your mercy. Stay in it, stay in it, stay in it. Yes, see the clouds. Yes, still build. Chills of life. 
Walls of thunder. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. Show me your glory. Show.
You can have it all, Jesus, have it all, have it all. From you are all things. 
that with me. you have all my love you have been so 
runs over. It runneth over. It runneth over. Our cup runneth over. He anoints your head with oil, and the oil of the Lord runneth over. It spills out out of you, and it runs over. In other words, everything in your life is saturated with the oil of the Lord that runneth over you. It runneth over you. The word goes on to say, my cup runs over. Hallelujah. Our cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Oh, surely goodness and mercy. Oh, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Follow me all the days of my life. 
Oh 
will dwell. Yes, we will dwell all the days of our life in the presence of the Lord. I will dwell. I want you to stay right here, right on this psalm, Psalm 23, because we're called to dwell on the house of the Lord forever. And as I read that he prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies. And he anoints our head with oil, and our cup runneth over. Our cup is running over right now. Surely your goodness and your mercies shall follow me, follow me, oh surely your goodness and your mercies. They follow me, follow me, surely. Goodness and your mercies shall follow me, follow me, surely. Your goodness, your mercies shall follow me, follow me, surely. Your goodness and your mercies shall follow me, follow me, surely. Your goodness and your mercies shall follow me.
our strength is renewed. We shall mount upon wings like the eagles. We shall run and not grow weary. We shall run and not grow weary. We shall walk and not faint. Those who wait upon you, Lord. That's a wonderful promise. Those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. You shall mount up. You shall mount up wings like the eagles. You shall run and not grow weary. You shall walk and not faint. This is the word of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. When you sing the scripture, when you sing the word of God, you become ignited in his love. It becomes part of you. Yes, Lord. Train of your robe fill this temple tonight. The glory of the Lord. 
wash over your people tonight as you carry us in into the holy holies. Let the train of your robe fill this temple tonight. Let the glory you carry us into the holy holies as you carry us into the holy holies fill this place
beautiful to be able to sing the song of the Lord unto the Lord you know the Bible tells us that we are to we are to minister to him when we sing like that and we sing from our spirit man and we're literally just singing words as he puts them in They're, we're singing from our spirit we're, we are literally ministering to the Lord that's what we come to church to do right we come to minister to him we come to exalt his name we come to glorify him because he is worthy of all of our praise. He is worthy, church. He's worthy, 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 worthy of all my praise. 
right now as we finish with this. Just stand if you can. Everything that's within me amazing things for you, you're going to shout it out. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Praise, praise, praise. Oh, we praise you, Lord. Hallelujah! Jesus, we worship you, Jesus. 
What a glorious, glorious Savior. What a glorious Father. Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord, King of kings, Lord of lords. We praise you, Lord, King of kings, Lord of lords. What a wonderful God. What a wonderful Savior. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Give God the glory. Somebody give God the praise. Give God the glory. He is worthy of all of our praise. tells us to praise the Lord, the, everything that has breath, praise Him. And so therefore we praise Him with everything within us because we know what He has done for us and we will never forget it and we'll never stop giving Him praise and thanksgiving. He is worthy of it all. Amen? He is worthy of everything. Oh my goodness, all the praise, everything you could ever give Him. You know, in spite of your problems, in spite of anything that may be going on, you're going to lift up your voice and you're going to praise Him for He alone is worthy. He alone is worthy. He's faithful. He is true. He is the faithful one. He is always on time. He is your savior. He is your healer. He is your deliverer. He's my God. You're my God. You're my God. You're my God. He's your God. Praise the Lord. <laughs> when I think about Woo! Jesus, what he's done for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I think about Jesus and how he set me free, I can dance, 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 dance. All night. about Jesus what he's done for me when I think about Jesus and how he set me free I can dance 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 all night oh yeah come on when I think about Jesus and what he's done for me tell us when I think about Jesus and how he set me free I can dance 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 all night think about Jesus uh -huh. what he's done for me Come on. when I think about Jesus and how he set me free I can dance 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 all night hey look what the Lord look what the Lord has done look what the Lord has done he healed my body he touched my mind he saved me just in time. I'm gonna praise his name. 
day he's just the same come help me praise him look what the lord has done jesus jesus if he's ever answered any one of your prayers you should be decreeing a shout of victory church we're just getting started since we've got yeah amen come on babe Woo. we're just getting started it is good news yes you may have a seat you may have a seat praise the Lord well thank you all for being here welcome to the house of glory there you are come on and here's our sweet pastor melissa she's got some announcements for us and right after that we're going to have our adult choir yes. wow what an amazing fun night wow yes thank you jesus thank you god for what you're doing tonight and oh wow god we're in awe of who you are and what you're doing in our lives god we thank you god that we get to come and worship you and all we do god wow we thank you jesus wow well welcome everybody welcome to tonight yes it's a great night to be here every night is great to be here but tonight's gonna be just so much fun there's so much happening and it's all so good so we just got to um, feast in the natural right we got to eat and we got to delight in the lord together and talk to each other it was amazing that we got um, an opportunity to connect with each other that way um so we have some announcements for tonight. Uh, like Apostle just said, we're going to have the adult choir come up. And 
this and worship the Lord. Yes, it's going to be amazing. And then we'll have our kids come up, and they're going to be also um, worshiping the Lord. Yes, it's going to be so fun. So good. Yes, so that's tonight. Wow. I can't believe it's already tonight, the 17th. Wow, I, it's amazing. Time flies when you're having fun with the Lord, right? Okay. So the next announcement is that we do have a Christmas Eve candlelight communion service. Yes, that'll be next Saturday. That's Christmas Eve, the 24th, from 4 to 5. So everybody say that with me, 4 to 5. Yes, please take note of that different time. Um, And also, the 31st, that is New Year's Eve. So that will be the following Saturday. It's so fun that it lands on a Saturday and a church day. It's so good. So we will again have potluck, have a potluck at 5 p.m., just like we did tonight. So please come and bring your family. It'll be great. Bring your friends. Um, And then service will start at 6 p.m. that night. So please come and be a part of it. It'll be great. Okay. So, you know, I love to do this. I love to ask you a question, and you're going to answer. Yes! Okay, so here we go. Would you like to rewatch a teaching? Yes, of course you do. So please visit houseofglorychurch.org, and you can rewatch any teaching from Apostle and just soak in God's presence and dig into the word and then just let him just come in your heart and just like renew you, restore you, minister to you. So please hop on there and you will be blessed. Yes, so please do that. Yeah. Amen. Yes. Did I miss any other? Oh, yes. And also at the end of service, you may go ahead and also partake of more food in the lobby. There's, I, I peeked in there during worship, and yes, there's still some food. So please go and enjoy. And I believe there was still coffee left too. So please enjoy that too. All righty. Okay, so uh, we're going to have our choir come on up. Yes, so much fun. Don't be shy. Come on. We would like everyone to join us. We're going to sing a Christmas medley. Um, I think the kids are still practicing. And any of you, if you want to join us, come on up. They're just Christmas songs. Eat very easily. I'm just waiting for the kids. Here they come. Come on, guys. Come on. Um, hold on a second. The TV's on. Mm-hmm. Oh. The one, the one you need to see. 
sorry.
Merry Christmas, everyone. Now we're going to bring up the kids. Okay, so here are our Holy Spirit-filled kiddos, yes, they're amazing children of God, and so they have some scripture verses and um, some songs that we get to worship the Lord together, yes, yes, they've been working so hard on memorizing, and we're going to have a great time in the Lord, worshiping Him together.
That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, kids. And thank you, children, workers, and helpers. Thank you so much. That was beautiful to be able to see the kids perform and sing. And it's such a glorious honor to be able to watch these little ones just being raised up and being able to do that. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, let's go ahead and take the backdrop down. <laughs> Praise the Lord. God. Hallelujah. That's exciting for those little ones, isn't it? And it's exciting for us to watch, to see that. So glorious, so beautiful. You know, I want to um, I want to acknowledge my team right now. Those that are here today, um, if you're if you're part of my team, I'm going to ask you to stand up. Just wanted to acknowledge you guys. I know some of them are in the kids' room right now. They've got all their kids <laughs> with them, but these are these are yeah. There you go. There's there's some of you guys there. We've, we're missing a couple tonight, but uh, maybe you guys can come stand up here really quick. We're just gonna we're just gonna face everyone. Yes, you are. Come face everyone. It's not that scary. Okay. This, let's see, Jose and Marie, you're a part of the team. Come on up. <laughs> so I just want to say, look at this. Yeah, let's get them up. And then Phil's part of the team, and, and we've got children. Maybe, um, oh, yes, we got to squish together. Um, I am so blessed, so, so blessed by this team. I just wanted to, you know, have them come up here and just say each and every one of you guys, I love you guys, and I'm so grateful for each and every one of you, every one of these beautiful people in the Lord. Come on up here, babe. Yeah. They, um, they, are, they do so much, even behind the scenes, with helping. Everything that we do, you know it's not just one person. There's many people. There's praying. There's hands-on, you know. There's, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes, I'll tell you that. But you know what? They do it because it's a labor of love. And God has joined our families together, and our hearts are one. And truly, that's what God does. He, he starts to unite. Pastor Melissa, come on up here. You're part of the team. I know Diana's back there um, with the kids, and I think Shelly is as well. But, um, yes, bye, you guys. God bless you. Thanks for coming. So I just, I just wanted to say I can't really express how much I love every single one of you, but you are such a big part of my life. Um, I know Phil and I talk about this. Our lives would not be the same had not God not birthed this church and has handpicked each one of you guys. So I just wanted to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for your labor of love, for all that you guys do, and just your faithfulness and just coming and helping. And it's encouraging to us, but we bless you guys. We love you guys. So I just wanted to say that publicly. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Did you want to say anything? No? Okay. You want to say no. I just want to say that none of these would be happening if it weren't because you heard what God told you and you did what he said to do. And we just honored you for being such an yes. awesome person that yields to God so much. And we love you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. All right.
Well, should we continue our service? Yes. Yes? Okay, let's continue on. Pastor James, we're going to just pick up worship a little bit. We're going to do a song or two, and then we will um, we'll see as the Holy Spirit flows, because that's what we do here, right? Right. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, and also, if at any time, you guys, if you're hungry and you're like, man, I really would love to get some food, but I don't want to wait until 9, 9.30, 10 o'clock, just go get something. Just go eat. It's fine. You can, if you, you can do that. So, um, you know, at any point in time, okay? Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Glory to God.
right now just press in. Say, wow, Jesus, I just, I opened up my heart to you. I opened up my spirit man to you. Your kingdom is here. our new year and I just feel like there are some things that God wants to do in completion for this year before we can even think about starting anew right next week is Christmas we're going to come and we're going to sing Christmas carols together and we're going to have a beautiful um, beautiful service together right now this is our last regular service before our New Year's Eve celebration, right? What is it that you need to bring before the Lord? What is it that you need to complete? What does he need to complete in you? What does he need to complete? What are you going to let him complete? I'm going to ask you to stand up right now. some of you the Lord is saying that I had I had put a song on your spirit and a song on your heart and in the beginning of the year you were so excited and you were moving forward but there was something that happened and you've stopped pursuing what I spoke to you in the beginning but God says it's time to finish it it's time to actually go back it's time to actually go back. It's time to actually step in and say, Lord, you said it and it's mine. I'm going to stand in, in faith and I'm going to walk in all of the promises of God. There are promises that God wants you to hold on to. Some of them you've left go of. You've literally just, it's okay and you've let them go. But it's not okay and you need to hold on to them. You need to hold on to them. So right now, even as I'm saying this, I want you to be thinking, asking the Lord, what is it specifically for me? What is it? Because God is going to, he's going to do something beautiful, 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 beautiful. And as a matter of fact, let's sing that. What, what beautiful, what a beautiful God, what a wonderful God, what a beautiful God. Let's go ahead and sing that out. Just sing that out for a moment. Beautiful, yeah, beautiful, wonderful God. Oh, you're beautiful, beautiful God. Beautiful God, wonderful God. You are beautiful, beautiful, wonderful God. Yeah. You are beautiful, beautiful God. Wonderful, wonderful God. Wonderful. 
God. So I'm seeing something right now, and I'm seeing literally like there's a race, and it's, you're at the halfway mark. You're at the halfway mark. You you were you thought that that promise wasn't going to come to pass, but you're at the halfway mark. And God says, I need you to get up, and I need you to keep running. I need you to get up. I need you to get running again. In other words, stir up. Stir up the faith within you. Stir up the wells. Don't allow anything to limit or block what God has already spoken. And he's already spoken some things. And I'm going to ask you to come up. If that's you, and I believe it's going to be a lot of you, where there is, you're in between, you're halfway, you know the promise was spoken, and you know that there is, there's maybe been a little bit of a stall or a little bit of a delay, and for some there's been total discouragement. But I'll tell you right now, God says, I want to stir that back up. I want to show you that my word stands forever, and it's going to come to pass. So if you're up here for that, I want you to come up closer. I want you to just come up closer, and if I can get somebody to move the points that is... Yep, at both sides. Same with this mic stand. Oh, hallelujah. I thank you, Father, for hope. I thank you, Lord God, that you're the God of hope. I thank you that you don't disappoint. I thank you, Lord God, that anything that we need is found in Christ. And so right now, Lord God, these women, men and women of God, have stood in faith, and they're believing that the promises of God are yes and amen. So right now, Father, every, every place where there was a limitation put upon them, where there was an enemy assignment that tried to rob them of their, of their hope, of their peace, of their joy, of their faith, even in the beginning of the year, we rebuke it right now. We cancel every place of thievery. We cancel every place of thievery in the name of Jesus. We decree that you are not going to be left without. You are running forward. You are running your race. You are running your race and you will win. You will succeed. You are getting to the finish line. I cancel every spirit of curse, every curse, every spirit right now of limitations upon your life. I cancel it in the name of Jesus and I decree rise up, rise up. Rise up in the name of Jesus. Rise up. Rise up. Thank you, Father. Rise up. Glory. Let the glory of God fall. More, 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 more. Be refreshed and be renewed. This thing is not going to take you, nor will it take your husband. In the name of Jesus, we speak life abundantly over him right now. Life abundantly. Father, I thank you for filling her up right now. Let every weight come off of her. Let the weights go. Let the weights go. Let the weights go. Let the weights go. Oh, right now destroy every place of discouragement every place of defeat every place of impossibility we decree over your sons and daughters that they're rising up and they're hearing the word of the Lord they're walking in their fullness in victory in victory in victory victory saith the Lord victory stirring it up right now stirring it up right now the faith of God stirring it up stir it up hey stir it up right now thank you Lord God no limitations father I thank you for reviving things that need to be revived 
I thank you, Lord God, for reminding them. There are some people that need to be reminded even of what God said. That's how long. That's how far away. That's how much you have forgotten. There are some things that need to be reminded. So be reminded of the things that God has spoken right now. Clarity to your mind. Clarity. I decree you guys are powerful in Jesus. Powerful. There it is. There's the glory. Yes and amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. Thank you, Father. So, Lord, I thank you for opening up the doors for her. Lord, I thank you for this missionary, Lord God. Lord, I thank you for the doors to be opened, Lord God. Your doors, your doors, your timing. Your timing is perfect. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Now, right now, for some of you guys, you, you have remembered what God has already spoken. I want you to start to speak it out. I want you to speak it out out of your own mouth. I want you to start speaking it out. Speaking it out. Speak out the promises. Speak out the promises of God. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Healing and wholeness to you, to your family, to your children. Thank you, Father. Financial freedom. Thank you, Father. Fill her up. Fill them up. Thank you, Father. breaker anointing over some of you guys father right now that thing breaks holy ghost rises on the inside holy ghost rising up it's the power of god rising up in you the power of god rising up uh, rising up uh, rising something with your health you need to let me know we're gonna pray for your health as well okay thank you father generation, Lord, in the education system, Lord God, I thank you for the fire of God that she carries, and I thank you that she is changing, Lord God, systems, and Lord, she is changing, Lord God, one at a time, and sometimes it'll be many, many at a time, but I thank you for the fire of God within her, and the boldness of God upon her, Lord God, I thank you that, Lord, sons and daughters, Lord God, are coming home, they're coming home, that's how we decree, coming home to your whole side right now, speak healing, to your whole side. I speak healing 
to your whole side in the name of Jesus. tension go I want you to just thank him thank him that it's done thank him that it's done thank you Jesus it's done thank you Jesus it's done formed against you is going to prosper. Let me have your hand. Yes, thank you, Lord God, that this hand is being healed. It's being healed. This arm is being healed. This brain is being healed even right now. Yes. Peace. Have you been doing what I asked you to do? Amen. Amen. What was that? It works, she says. So, because see, God is healing you. So the doctors said that she has Parkinson's, but we know that Dr. Jesus, our healer, is healing you. He is healing your brain. He is healing your body. Your, your, he is healing your nervous system. And I thank you for the improvements that we already see. I even thank the Lord because there's so much more hope on you. There's so much more hope on you than there was like a few, last when you first came. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Look at me. Yeah, you're going to praise the Lord. You're going to thank him for everything. And he is your rescuer. He is your healer. He is your deliverer. Thank you, Father. If you're, um, I want everybody else to be praying in tongues right now. up in the name of Jesus. Uh, it rises up in the name. Yes, yes, yes. Everything right now, perfectly balanced. Perfectly balanced in Jesus' name. I thank you for the testimonies. Lord, that's going to come forth the testimony out of her own mouth. I thank you, Father, for healing this woman right now from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Fire of God be destroying every agent of the enemy off her body, off now, in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Woo. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. You know, on Thursday we had somebody that came uh, and and she had she was she had a stroke. She had cancer. And um, my goodness, just the she was paralyzed. There's so much going on within her. 
But I'll tell you, the Lord moved her, her hand. He moved, he allowed her arm. It was like stuck right here. But God moved it, how far, guys? All the way up to the shoulder. From right here, all the way up to the shoulder. And uh, let me tell you, she's in physical therapy, and her husband said that is not, has not, had, has not happened. And the physical therapists have said that that's the hardest part, and that they didn't know if it was going to happen. But it was the hardest part. But God did it in just a few minutes. In just a few minutes, arm was stuck down here by her waist. She right, raised it all the way up to her shoulder with prayer. The power of prayer. So, Father, right now, I thank you. Anything that she is in need of right now, fill her up. Lord, I thank you for dreams, hopes, Lord God, being renewed. He is the one that renews our strength, and he also renews our hope, our dream in him. Hallelujah. Wow. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. You're gonna go. You're standing. She's standing. She's standing. She says, she's standing in the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it's a joy of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. More, more. Thank testimony she came she had heart she had her heart was damaged and it was doctor verified but she has come and she continues to receive prayer she said she went to the doctors and the doctors verified there is no heart damage come on guys that just doesn't just happen doctors don't just say hey your heart was damaged but now it's not but he testified he says there's no damage we know that King Jesus has done this can you stand behind her Phil so now, Father, I thank you for what you've done and what you continue to do. Fire of God, totally and completely. Completely, Lord God. Healing her, any, any other area in her body right now. Lord, mind, body, heart, soul, and spirit. Completely set free. Completely set free in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. <laughs> you want prayer, huh? Okay. How many of you guys believe that God's spirit is moving in power and the healer is in the house? But it's not just the healer that is in the house. There are dreams and there are, some of you need to, your hopes need to be revived. I keep getting that word. So right now I want you to press in for that. I want you to press in for that. Press, press, press in for that. In Jesus' name, Father, I thank you. Hallelujah. Phil, I'm going to need some help. Come stand here. Just lift your hands before the Lord. I decree a shift over you right now. The joy of the Lord. There's already been a shift. There's a change within you. Yep. Thank you, Father. Put my hand right here. Glory. No, I'll put my hand. You just keep your, yep, keep your focus on Jesus. Father, I thank you. Fill her up. More. More. There you go. Let go and let God. Let go and let God. Let go and let God. Let go. Let go and let the Lord do it. Be healed. Wow. Be healed. Wow, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Who did I miss? This, okay, I missed you. Hallelujah. Yeah, just stand behind her. That's good, Pastor BJ. Hallelujah. Now, you guys know that as you're getting healed, we want to hear your testimonies. We want to hear your testimonies. Thank you, Father. Totally, right, to total right now, shift. 
in your home, in your household, shift right now, a shift, a shift in your household. I decree a shift in your household. Same with you, a shift in your household in the name of Jesus, a shift right now. Father, I thank you. Driving away everything that is not of God. We rebuke that devourer right now. Right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. Let him, let him. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, take a step this way. I want you to take a step this way. Okay. This is individual, not this is not corporate. This is not together. Individual. Would you raise your hands before the Lord right now? I command every accusatory spirit to be removed from you right now. Look at me. Every accusatory spirit out. Out in the name of Jesus. Be lying spirit, be tormentor. tell you in the spiritual realm they know exactly what's going on and I tell I tell you all the time that by your voice in your volume in your voice there are action there's action that happens and there is literally you're taking ground you're taking back the ground that should have never been stolen from you in the first place do you understand what I'm talking about then I need you to raise up your voice like a lion I need you to raise your voice I need you to act like the warriors that you are. in your family and it means it's for her it's father and son yeah okay so so there's a few of you I want you to stand right where you are and I want you to do the work I want you to start praying and I want you to decree it I want you to decree the peace in your homes in your families between these individuals I want you to stand in the gap and I want you to ask God to forgive you and to forgive them stand in the gap you guys know the importance of standing in the gap and asking God to forgive them for they know not what they do, right? So you need to stand in the gap right now. Father, and I want you to do the same thing. Stand in the gap. I want you to, I want you to ask the Lord, turn this way. I want you to ask the Lord in the name, just sideways, it's fine. Okay? Father, forgive them and forgive me. Lord, we thank you for your forgiveness right now. Lord, in the areas, Lord God, of hardness of heart, of rebellion, Lord God, of anger, of strife, of pride, of rebellion, goes right now. It goes right now. Every generational curse be broken off of your families right now. In Jesus' name, every generational curse be broken right now. In Jesus' name, every generational curse 
be broken right now. Come on, speak it over yourselves. Every generational curse. Every generational curse. No. Every generational curse. strengthening her body. I thank you for healing her body. I thank you for restoring what the locust has stolen. I thank you, Lord God, that you cause all of this to be done 100%. She is complete. In you, she is complete. In you, hallelujah. spirit higher they're hungry hungry whoa for a while you've had it so we just take authority over this pain right now we command it to be released loosen and go right now loosen and go in the name of Jesus thank you father thank you pain go stress go fear go attachments go right now everything that's attached to you right now I command it to go be loosed I want you to start checking it move forward Right there, right there, okay. Hallelujah, everyone just keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. Father, I thank you for what you're doing in this room. I command this pain to go now. Yep, every place, every place right now that there's been curses spoken against you, unbelief spoken against you, ridicule spoken against you, I command that spirit of ridicule go right now. Ridicule leave right now. Yep, it's a slandering spirit. Out, out goes right now in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. I want you to test it. Do, do what you need to do. Test it. Go. It's better. Okay, we're on the right track. It's better. It's on. We're on the right track. It's better. What? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're bearing witness with it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We apply the blood of Jesus over this area. Lord, I thank you for strengthening this. I thank you for removing every place of pain, every place, every religious spirit. You know, sometimes you there are people that they don't understand the move of the Spirit. So instead of being a partner with the Holy Spirit, they are literally a block. 
like they're just blocking. And what it is is a religious spirit. But you know what? There's no religious spirit that we're going to allow to limit what God's doing in your life. So that religious spirit, I command it to be removed right now. All of it, in Jesus' name, it goes. There it is. There's the glory. There's the glory. It goes. Okay, we want you to test it when you get up, okay? You let us know because it's going. <laughs> oh, my goodness, that beautiful baby. Thank you, Father. Father, let's strengthening her body. Thank you for strengthening her mind. I thank you, Father God, for all that you do, Lord God. You're faithful. He's faithful. He is faithful. Hallelujah. I know, Pastor BJ. I know. Come stand over here. Phil will stand behind you. Hallelujah. <laughs> More, Lord. than he can handle. He thinks he, yeah, just beyond what he thinks he can handle, Lord God. More joy. Father, I thank you for enlarging his territory. I thank you, Lord God, for enlarging his territory. I thank you for the evangelist, Lord, that you've caused him to be. I thank you for the many testimonies here on earth that he'll hear about, not just in heaven. I thank you for enlarging his territory in Jesus' name. He's a, he's a uh, powerful evangelist. Hallelujah. settle within you. We just command those word curses to be broken off. Right now, we forgive. Yep, forgive them. I forgive all of them. I forgive them. I bless them. I ask you to bless them. There's somebody that you, if there's somebody that you have need of to forgive, like if there, if there's an unforg any area of unforgiveness in your heart towards somebody, the important thing to do is most important, yeah, keep going, is to forgive them. And not just that, bless them, right? Bless them. And then not just that, take the, the spirit, the judgmental spirit. Break off that judgmental spirit that you had. Yes, they had it, but so did you. Break it off. Command it to go. Say, Father, forgive me for walking in this kind of judgment, a judgmental spirit. Now all this pain has to go. Pain go in the throat, all over your body, aches and pains, all of it goes right now. Right now, shift. This is a shift happening over you right now. The glory of God filling you. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to test your body. Check and see what's going on. Hallelujah. The glory of God is on her in a beautiful way. She's, yeah, she's probably going down. Just, hallelujah. <laughs> you want to stay there, Phil? Yeah, you can stay there. right now. It's a rebellious spirit and it goes right now. 
In the name of Jesus, you will not have her. Stubborn spirit, leave now. There it goes. Wow. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Just thank the Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. I think I am going to move on into the to the message. Thank you, Father. Oh, Phil, you want to stand behind? You want to stand up here for, for a second? Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Healed and whole. Lord, I thank you, Father. Every weapon formed against him is not going to prosper. Lord, we stand in the gap. We thank you for your blood. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We apply it right now. Thank you for the favor. Thank you for the favor that you have shown this family, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, that you are with them. You are not against them. You are for them. We thank you that you're also not done. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. Kelly, how are you? You're going to test it. We want to hear what's going on. She can't get up yet. You don't have to get up yet. You can stay right where you are at. Wow. Praise the Lord. I'm going to ask everybody to stand up, though. If you're on the floor, you can stay on the floor. That's fine. But I'm going to ask everyone else to stand up. <laughs> These that are in the glory, stay in the glory. She's like... Hallelujah. Don't we just love gathering together and just seeing the power of God move? Hey, there's nothing, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. And we continue to hear reports. You know, I know you guys don't hear all of them. I do. Um, some of us get to hear them. Um, we're going to do a better job in relaying all these things that happen throughout the week. But I'll tell you, every single service, we just have testimony after testimony after testimony of people being healed. You know, last week, some of you guys know that I spoke out in L.A., and it's a hardcore area. Like, these are hardcore people, gangs, and this is hard. They're literally just really difficult. You guys were there. Yeah. The glory gals were there. There was some, yeah, and then you guys came. So you guys know, I know that you were there. Yeah, we've got a few of you that came. And by the way, when I go out and speak in various places and I look out and I see familiar faces from my own church, I love that. It brings, yeah, it's just so, it's so encouraging, you know. So thank you guys for coming, showing up, and being there. So just for your support, it really does bless me a lot. And then plus the prayer, I appreciate that. But today, um, the one that um, Pastor Arlene, that's her ministry, she invited me to go there. So today she called me, and she said, I want to give you a testimony of something you may not know. I did not know this. And she said that there was a lady there that uh, received prayer, uh, this past Tuesday when I went, and she said uh, she was hardcore. So she's been involved in lots of gangs, difficult life, very hard. Um, she said, when you prayed for her, you put your hands upon her, she started to shake and she started to really cry out. She said, she totally got delivered. She got so delivered. Now, this Pastor Arlene said she had been praying for her for a long time, but that day was her day. 
And she was so freed of all kinds of tormenting spirits. And this is an individual that is used to a very hard life. A lot of drugs and a lot of gangs, a lot of anger, a lot of just animosity. And, and you know that get back spirit, right? Retaliation, right? I'm going to retaliate. I'm going to retaliate. So this was her life, right? But I'll tell you, the power of God broke in and just softened her heart. And she was set free. And it was awesome because she called me, Pastor Linus called me, to tell me about this testimony. I wouldn't have known otherwise. And so I wanted to share that with you guys because we don't ever want to undermine or just disregard or get used to what you guys see all the time. You guys see this all the time, the power of God moving all the time. Never, ever, ever take it for granted. Don't ever just assume that this is what happens everywhere because it doesn't, although it should. And instead, engage. Press in. Don't be a spectator. I want you to press in. Every time you come, I want you to press in for more. Because we have a world out there that does not understand about the power of God. They understand church. They understand programs. They understand how to go to church, how to sing a few songs. They understand how to put their tithe in the basket. They understand how to open their Bible, take some notes, and then they leave the same way they came in, right? And so we are not going to allow that to happen. I'm not going to allow that to happen to you, but I need you to partner. I need you to wake up. I need you to realize, listen, when we come, it means war because your praise is not all for you. Your praise is for somebody else. When you praise even through your circumstances, it is not all for you. Your praise literally ignites hope in somebody else. Do you understand? When you praise even through your pain, somebody else hears you and that somebody else gets encouraged. And that's why it's important that we sometimes have to hear this again and kind of be reminded again. Amen? Hallelujah. You may be seated. Now, I'm about to speak about a, about a controversial topic. And they laugh. <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> yeah. Thank God we're recording it anyway. But they're not taking us down this time in Jesus' name. I'm about ready to speak about a controversial topic and the collapse of the Christian morale. Father, I thank you for this word that's going to be spoken today. And I thank you, Father God, that we're going to hear every word that we need to hear. I thank you that their spirit man is alive and active. I thank you that any deaf and dumb spirit, any deaf and dull spirit has to go right now. I thank you that any place where there is animosity within them, judgment, offense, I command offense to go, pride, rebellion, I command it to go. I thank you, Lord God, that they're going to hear clearly, fully, completely, 100%. I thank you, Lord God, that they are ready. You are ready. You are ready to hear the truth of God's word and you will not you will not walk out the same way that you walked in in the mighty name of Jesus Amen. hallelujah as a Bible believing Christian I do not hate anybody should I say it again okay I don't hate anybody you should not hate anybody as a Bible believing Christian right but my love for the Lord your love for the Lord your commitment to his word the Bible is the first and foremost thing in my life right loving God and loving people should not be confused with being silent on topics that the Bible calls sin okay Jesus offended people and so will we 
So some of you just need to get used to it. Jesus offended people all the time. You will too. If you're not, if you're never offending people, not that you're trying to, but if you never offend anybody, then you have to wonder if you have literally are walking in the right gospel or not. Or maybe you just want a PC uh, gospel, something that people can really just, they can handle. Wow. Look how quiet. You're all just looking at me like, that's all right. Yahoo, okay. Well, you guys know that this church has never been PC, and I will let you know right now, it never will be. Okay, it never will be. We will address the issues that we need to address. And the Holy Spirit, as the Holy Spirit prompts me, and he certainly prompted me to say, bring this message, I couldn't write it fast enough. Okay, because we have a mandate from the Lord, church. We have a mandate from the Lord to speak truth. We have a mandate to speak truth, not to back down, not to compromise, just because somebody's going to get their feelings hurt. That's the problem. People are so afraid of somebody getting their feelings hurt, they refuse to speak the truth, but literally people are dying and people are going to hell and you're not speaking up. Okay, let's practice that again. Some people are dying, they're going to hell and you're not speaking up. Yes! Not on my watch. So we will address the issues that we need to address as the Holy Spirit prompts us, prompts me. Because we have a mandate from the Lord to speak truth, not back down, okay? If you're offended or if you're convicted by this message, the right thing to do is to run to God and not run away from him. Okay? It is the kindness of the Lord that leads you to repentance. Say it again. It is the kindness of the Lord that leads you to repentance. So I titled this message, Don't Comply with the Lies of This Generation. Don't comply. There are lives that are at stake. Do not comply. Though we live in a generation where evil they call good and good they call evil, God does not change his mind just because deception is running rampant. Know that. God does not change his mind. Say it over yourself. God does not change his mind. In Isaiah 50 verse 20, it says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Church, don't change your theology don't lessen your stance and walk in mixture just because you know someone who is. We all know someone who is. The word of God is the highest authority. The word of God is Jesus, and the government is upon his shoulders. Even the kids decreed that scripture here today. Did they not, Isaiah 9, 6? That the government shall be upon the shoulders of Jesus, right? Isaiah 9, 6 says, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders. This is, we're referring to, this is Christ Almighty, right? And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. The governmental authority is the highest authority, and we, the church, the ecclesia, that's who we are, have been given the responsibility to govern. We have been given the responsibility to govern, which means to rule this earth well. Right? Okay. 2 Timothy 1, 8 through 12. It says this. Therefore, do not be ashamed 
of the testimony of our Lord. Do not be ashamed. This is 2 Timothy 1.8. Do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purposes and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began, but has now been revealed by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, to which I was appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles. For this reason, I also suffer the things nevertheless. Here's the part I want you to hear and remember. Nevertheless, he says, he says, I am not ashamed of the gospel. He says, I'm not ashamed for I know whom I have believed and I am persuaded. I am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him that day, until that day. So we're not ashamed, and we also know we are persuaded. We are fully committed, completely committed, completely 100% sure that God will keep you. And when you walk in the light of Christ, you know that he's going to lift you up. He's going to show you the way to go, and you will not walk in compromise, nor will you have that double-mindedness, right? So because God so loved the world, he did something. He gave Jesus, right? John 3.16. John 3.16 says, for God so loved the world. God loves the world. That's why he gave his one and only son. That's why he sent Jesus. He gave. He gave his only, one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life, right? So God so loved the world, therefore he gave. We are called to pray. But we are also called to take a stand, church. We're called to pray, but we're called to speak truth. For God's word is true. Amen. Romans 3, 4 says, let God be true and let every man be a liar. Okay? So in other words, if you're, if you're not in alignment with the word of God, God says you're a liar. If you're not walking in the truth of God, God says you're a liar. Let God be true and... So in other words, he's not literally saying you're all liars only if you're not walking in the truth of God's word. So when we walk in the truth of God's word, we are going to understand something. Let me tell you, church of God, this is an important message that we hear. You may never have another opportunity to hear this, and I'll tell you, you need to hear it. You need to hear the truth. You need to hear that. We need to hear the truth so we know how to respond in situations. It's out there, and it's everywhere, everywhere. I'm going to get to the exact of what I'm talking about in a minute. I'm pretty sure most of you already know. I will. Thank you. <laughs> so, church, we need to wake up. Fully wake up. We need to wake up and take a stand for truth because while you're being silent and maybe not speaking up, okay, against the deception that's invading our generation, only professing the love of God, while you're only professing the love of God, and that is what a lot of Christians do, they only profess the love of God. While you're quiet about certain situations and you're only professing the love of God, the deception that is invading our generation is snatching loved ones, literally snatching loved ones, literally using verbiage of love. The same verbiage you're using. The same verbiage. Be kind. Tell me you haven't heard that. 
Just be kind. Just love. Okay? The very same verbiage that you're using about love is what they're using too. But why is it that you're not walking in your full authority? It is not just love. There's action that needs to be taken. There is something that's called the deceiver that's deceiving the hearts and the minds of this generation. And I'll tell you, I'm not going to stand back and just remain silent when God is not silent. God is not silent on this topic. Just because you think, well, this is not really, you know, people are going to be hurt, and I don't want, and I love that. And, and the, really, honestly, if you love, you love their soul, then you're going to speak truth because we're all going to spend eternity somewhere. Heaven or hell, we are all going to spend eternity somewhere. And you don't know how many, you don't know how many opportunities that you're going to get to speak truth. That's why I'm coming so hard on this topic. You don't know. You think these people are going to be there all the time. You don't know that. So when the church walks in compromise, and they are, a lot of the church is walking in compromise. Oh, you're not walking in compromise in this church because we would make sure we would go after you. But there is. There's, there are many. There are many people. And they walk and compromise, you guys. And they, and they justify unbiblical behavior. They put the blood of those that are entrapped in sin on their own hands. You don't want their blood on your hands. Don't have their blood on your hands simply because you were silent when God was not we gather to enforce the highest authority, to raise up our voices as a trumpet. We gather to pray for the lost. We gather to decree. Listen, we get to come and we get to have a Holy Ghost time every single time. We get to come, we get to get healed, set free, delivered. We get the joy of the Lord. We get to worship. We get to have all this. It's like a party every single time we come. We enjoy His presence, but we also pray for the lost. We also pray for those that are bound. We also know that our words carry the way of heaven we also know that we have the keys to the kingdom and what we do is going to be effective but what we don't do is left undone that's the kind of power we have so we're not going to comply with the lies of this generation when Isaiah 40 verses 3, 3 through 5 says there's a voice calling clear the way for the Lord in the wilderness guys that's what we're to do when we pray we're clearing the way for the Lord in the wilderness it says make smooth in the desert a highway for God let every valley be lifted up let every mountain and hill be made low so don't lose your fire and don't become complacent just because some Christians are falling into deception it's like you can't, I can't turn on any kind of social media, any, read any kind of post or any kind of news feed without hearing of another one falling. Can you? Let's seriously, it's like another one, deception again, another one, another one, another one. It's like Jesus, we have to sound the clarion call. I'm going to make this very clear. It's coming, it's coming. I hope you guys are following, but I'm going to make it very clear in a moment. So the devil is prowling around. We know this scripture. He's prowling around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour, right? But the Lord is the final authority church. We don't have fear just because the devil is prowling around. Because Jesus is the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. 
He is the king. So the devil may be prowling around, but Jesus is the king of kings. Too many Christians, they will not herald what the Lord stands for while the devil has put his influence, his noose around those who are desensitized and who are not afraid to speak out against the word of God. That's the thing. They're not afraid to speak out against the word of God. They like to twist the word of God. They like to pervert the word of God. And they're getting other Christians to feel sorry for them. They're getting other Christians to say, wow, you know what? I, I feel bad for you. When they're twisting and perverting the scripture, do we all are we all following? So we serve God. We serve the God who created heaven and earth. We serve the God who subdues nations under our feet. For God is the king of the earth. And we sing to him a new song. In Psalms, Psalms 47, 3, Psalm 47, 7, and 8, you can look them up. She's going to put them up. But we sing praises. He is seated on his holy throne. That You guys, we're, we're not defeated. We have all the riches. We have all the power. We have all the answers. So what are you doing? What are we doing? Because we have the answers, right? And so... We have to start judging what is wrong, wrongful and what is unbiblical, if you haven't already. We actually must judge what is wrongful. The devil cannot steal what you will not give. So stop compromising if you are. Stop playing games. Stop straddling the fence and take territory. You know, there are some believers that are blind. They're spiritually blind to what I'm talking about. They love God, but they are blind. Their ears are dull. They don't understand. You guys, that is a spirit. That is a spirit at work. Blinding them, literally causing them to be desensitized, literally causing them to be deaf, but yet they sit in church week after week. That's what we're up against, a very wicked agenda that says, okay, you can say yes to Jesus, but I'm going to keep you just as stuck as you were before you said yes. Amen. That's the truth. Yeah. And it shouldn't be because Jesus has come. And when he's come, when he's come within you, living in within you, he says you have all power and all authority to rise up and to speak truth. So we don't battle against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers of rulers of the dark age, against hosts of wickedness, according to Ephesians chapter 6. So, church, this means war. This means war. When we cannot even go to the bank or the grocery store without seeing this generation totally robbed of their identity, does that not grieve you? When you see, when you see them totally robbed of their identity, when you see, when you see a young boy who has been seduced, it is what it is. He's been seduced into losing his masculinity. Uh-huh. Because the seducer has chained him from the inside out. The seducer has chained him. There is internal, there are internal chains. And from the inside out, now he's chained and he walks like a puppet on a string. And the devil continues to fragment his soul. And what do people say? As, he's, as they're on their way to hell, 
What do, what do people say? Well, they make all kinds of excuses. They justify it. And you've got Christians feeling sorry, but instead, you should be chopping the head off of the devil who has deceived that individual. He has deceived him. He's robbed him of every source of identity. That's what it is. Totally robbed him. And the problem is some people don't understand. This is not a war against flesh and blood. That's why I read you that scripture. This is against the spiritual powers that are against our loved ones. They're against this generation, keeping them blind, keeping them seduced. No, no, and no again. But we have to get up and say something and speak and pray like you mean it. We know the devil doesn't just roll over and play dead. Their identity has been stolen. Are you okay with that? No. We're not okay with that. You know, it grieves me when I see them on the other end, when I'm just trying to get my coffee. And it grieves me on the other, you know, they're on the other side of the counter, but it grieves me. Why? Because I'm looking at this, I'm like, Jesus, when was the deception? When was that inception of deception? When did it happen, Lord? And why? Nobody saw it? God, help us. Because the more deception doesn't get addressed, the more deception comes. And maybe you go, wow, she's pretty passionate about this. Maybe you don't know somebody that is, that is in this. But let me tell you, you better wake up. Because the way the world is going and the influence, you will know somebody if it's not already. And it's not just this. Drugs. What about drugs? The deception of drugs, the seducing drug, the marijuana and drugs, all kinds of drugs. What about that? Oh, Lord. When a young girl has lost all self-respect, come on, you've seen them too. I look at them and my heart is grieved. My mother's heart is grieved. Because I look at this and I'm like, my gosh, my goodness. They were at one point a little child that just wanted to be loved. There were at one point an individual that was trusting their father, trusting their mother, trusting that, that uh, teacher, trusting the people that were God put in their life, but somebody was not playing right. Somebody was being used by the devil to get in there and do something they should have never done. So I look at this young girl, totally seduced, fragmented in her soul, thinking that she needs to sell her body for love, for attention, for affection. That's what's going on. And my heart grieves. Because I know deep down inside, they don't want that. They don't want that. They want to be loved. But the devil has come and told them what love really is. But he doesn't know what love is because that's not who he is. Only God is love. You can only find true love in Christ. The devil is a liar and a deceiver and a tormentor. And he'll seduce you and torment you more and more and more if you listen to him. But that's why a lot of our culture is listening to him. And they're calling it right. You know, and so this young girl lost all self-respect, has disfigured herself to look like a man, refuses to be called a, uh, you know, anything feminine, and she thinks she's gained her voice, and she thinks she's gained her freedom. What diabolical, what a diabolical lie, because it is exactly the opposite, right? They're just zombies. 
Literally, I see them as zombies. I see them as zombies under a satanic spell because that is what it is. Uh, that's what we need to see them as. We need to see them as zombies under a, a satanic spell. It is a satanic spell, okay? We, could, we can get into all the things of, well, some were born like that. God never made that. God created them in their mother's womb. Psalm 139, right? He created you, fashioned and formed you, knit you together when you were in your mother's womb, right? Every single part. He, he knew every single part of you before you were even born. He created you, and he did not create you with that. That doesn't mean, that doesn't mean that there is not a propensity because of sin in your bloodline. That doesn't mean that there's not a bent, a feeling, not God-given, but, but sin does this. The sins of the father does this. Sins of the father generation, it does this. And so I know that there are people that really genuinely struggle. They genuinely struggle with this. But it's just not genuinely from God. It is not. It is from the enemy. And it has to be dealt with correctly. It has to be. The truth, only the truth sets us free. And the truth is not always changing. And it's not fluid. The truth is not fluid. Okay? The truth is not evolving. Like you may hear some pastors, as I have too, said that their theology is evolving. Truth is truth, and it stays and it remains forever. But they need the truth. And so... How, how does a God-fearing Christian accept that there are, there are hounds of hell manipulating these individuals' every move? See, I, the reason that I'm using certain words is I want you to get these mental pictures because that's really what's happening. That's really what's happening. So how does a child of God tolerate the fact that this generation has lost, has just been so deceived by, as a harlot? You know, prostituting themselves while their souls are possessed by demons. Yes, they are. Souls are possessed by demons. When you see homosexuals in the whole range of LGBTQ+, know that they have been taken over by a satanic control. Amen. We love the individual, but you must realize the real battle is not against flesh and blood. But they are bound by demonic control. They are an empty shell in a body, and the church won't speak up. I mean, some churches do. This one does. But there are some and many that don't speak up, but instead encourage this behavior. I've talked to you guys about this topic before, and I'm talking to you about it again, because it doesn't lessen. It gets worse. It's more and more and more. Right? You know, and, and, and so I, the Lord shows me things in pictures a lot of the times. And, you know, while, while pink teddy bears lay on empty beds, because that child is grown now. And while toy trucks are shoved in the corner of a room, because the demonic agenda silently invaded their rooms. And no one was on watch to stop it. You need to be on watch to stop it. And maybe you didn't know all this when it was happening. 
but you still need to get up today. And you still need to realize, you know, though those demons may be fortified at this point, you will not back down because today you've been empowered. You know, now you know, and you're only accountable for what you know, but now you know. And so you are being empowered to speak up and to pray and see the power of God move. Is this not true? So this should have never happened. So I'm going to make it as clear as I need to be, I need to, because there are some that have muddied the waters. Let me just say it clearly again. Homosexuality is unbiblical. Marijuana and drug use is unbiblical. God has not changed his mind. Condoning these behaviors make you just as guilty as those that practice it. If you're afraid to speak up, then you're ashamed of the gospel. Romans 1.16, for I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, first to the Jews and then to the Greeks. We do not preach a candy-coated gospel. We're not called to do that. We do not preach a gospel that does not offend or convict anyone, right, um, to the, of the true word, the word of God. Conviction is good. Say that with me. Conviction is good. Conviction shows me that I have some work to do. Conviction shows me that I need to realize there's some sin I need to repent of. It's the most beautiful thing because God takes away your sin and cleanses you by the power of his word. And then he imparts his power so that you have the joy of the Lord, and you have the power of God to do everything you need to do. He gives you the wisdom so that you can now be a mouthpiece for those that are still bound. That's where I believe you are, those that are sitting in this room. But that is not where everybody in, in the Christian world is at. Okay, so, and they'll use all kinds of, they will use all kinds of different logic and scenarios to try to change, cause you to change your mind and lessen your stance. It will never happen here. It will never happen here. Do you love God like you say you do? Then it, it can never happen. Sodom and Gomorrah was greatly judged for their ungodly sensual practices and for the depravity of their unnatural sexual relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, not the most popular message, but you guys are used to it, and you guys can handle it, because it is the right message. A, so, a popular so-called Christian artist, Amy Grant, is to host a same-sex marriage. You guys know of her. We have some of her music. I can't listen to it anymore. For years... She has voiced her support, I just found this out. For years, she has voiced her support for LGBTQ because they are a large part of her following. Money speaks, doesn't it? When she learned that her niece had come out of the closet, she said, quote unquote, what a gift to our whole family to just widen the experience for our whole family. We're going to widen the experience for your family? 
what kind of diabolical deception is this? From a very, from a, uh, you know, a Christian that ha has sung beautiful songs for many, many years and has led the way in, you know, the gospel, you know, Christian singing, that is, to be actually what in the secular world, right? We, we have a lot of our songs, you know, even just on regular radio because of, partly because of her. Yeah. But look at how easy and how deceptive. I, I, just, I just heard, too, Veggie Tales. You know, we like Veggie Tales. When the kids were little, they watched it. Um, but it has changed owners now. So that that used, the, the, the person that used to, um, you know, have the rights own this company no longer owns this company. And so now DreamWorks owns the company. And so, church, we have to wake up because if DreamWorks owns this company, kind of the writing is on the wall. So you just, you just need to wake up and realize we have to be very careful. We have to be very careful what we allow our kids to see. Our children, your children, all of our children, they're impressionable. And it's up to us to protect them. So it means we have to do our work, our homework. You can't just go out and buy a toy anymore. You actually have to strip that toy naked and you have to make sure that that toy is what you think it is. It's ridiculous, but it's true. You actually have to check your kids' toys. We used to have to check their books, and you certainly have to still check their books. But you have to check their toys, too. And you need to open up every little compartment and make sure it is what you think it is. So, guys, we have to be very diligent because the agenda is very crafty. This agenda is so crafty and is so targeted to our children, Amen. our young children. Don't you be thinking it's just when they get to be teenagers or, or preteens. Our young children. It starts at just little, little kids. There, there is, in preschool, when American Girl doll, yeah, and American Girl, and, and you know, that's a beautiful doll, expensive doll, but American Girl doll and Mattel, right? A book that they have just, they've put out, and it's all about, this is what the book is about. There's a line in there that basically tells these three-year-old girls, because it's targeted to three-year-old girls. Three! And it says in there that if you haven't started puberty yet, that you can ask your doctor, without your parents' consent, you can ask your doctor to take puberty blockers until you get older and you can decide what you want to be. Huh. Three years old, they're telling this, this is in the story, this is what they're reading to the three-year-olds? I sent that article, or I told that to my, to my daughter. We, we, have to, we have to, why am I telling you this? Because you need to know. Because you need to know. Because it's important that we know these things. Because when you know, you're aware, and you can do something about it, right? You can be more careful. Because when we were growing up, we didn't have to do half of this stuff, but now we do. It's just what it is. So it's not just, it's not just us needing to stand and speak and pray, but we have to be informed. We must be informed. And so that's why I'm bringing this message. That's why I'm addressing this again. That's why I feel the need to, to speak this because it's so important. We cannot, 
affirm homosexual marriage because it's not of God. I don't care what the laws may try to say and do, it's not of God. And I was telling my husband, there's no way, no how, and it'll never happen here. And I don't care if they go, well, then you can't have a church. Well, then we'll do it a different way, but we're not going to ever do that ever, 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 ever. It's wrong. It's just flat out wrong. God says very clearly, marriage is between one man and one woman. Period. You know what I'll, my biggest concern is? And I'm just being very honest. But one, one of my biggest concerns, even for some of you, is, is that you hear this message. You've heard it. You hear it again. You're hearing me. You're agreeing with me. But you feel sorry for some of the individuals. And feeling sorry for the individual can cause you to not speak and to get sucked right on into the agenda. That's why I want you to remember, this is not about you and them. You have to see the spirits behind this. You have to understand that this is a spiritual battle. They don't understand, no matter what they say, they don't understand the depths of their deception. A deceived person doesn't really know they're deceived. I'm sure you know this too. There are, there's many times where I have dealt with somebody that was full of demonic powers, right? And later when they get delivered, they have no recollection. You'll say, you said this and this, you did this and this, totally clueless. It's the same way. Those that are walking in this lifestyle, it's the same way. I'm going to say they don't remember any of it, but a lot of it is this mask. Why? Because their souls are being fragmented and their minds are just so corrupted with all this deceit. But all the while, there's an emptiness within them. They were looking for love and they didn't find it. They found other things. And some of them blame God. But God's not the one to blame. The enemy is the one to blame. Or there may be people to blame too. Whoever the, the, the culprit was. There, there may be people, of course. But it's really the enemy behind it all. It's the enemy behind it all. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, that's my greatest, one of my greatest concerns is, is that you guys don't feel sorry for the individual. And then, and in feeling sorry, you don't say or do anything or you compromise or you just, you tolerate or you, you know. Like, you can feel bad for the individual because they're bound, but you gotta, you got to move beyond that point. Like, I feel bad, too. They're bound. But you got to move beyond that point. Like, you can't just say, okay, well, that's it. I feel bad because they're bound. No, because if you don't realize, get your spiritual armor up and do battle with the word. Because if you don't, we already know where their destination is. Do you feel bad for them then? We have to start seeing things as heaven and hell, heaven or hell. We have to start seeing things with eternity in mind, church. Because when they're gone, they're gone. It's too late. So one of the biggest lies, many that are in and out of the church, is that, the, the, that they believe that Christians are not to judge. 
What a crippling lie that has put so many people. You're not to judge, and I know you've heard it too. Well, the Bible says judge not. And that is a lie. That is a complete lie. It's the biggest lie. It's the most crippling tactic that Satan has poured out on the church. And I know you've heard it. But we're going to make this 100% clear. Are you all ready to hear this? You ready to hear it? Christians should 100% judge right from wrong. The Bible tells us we are to judge rightly. We are to judge rightly. I'm going to read this to you here in a minute. But we are here to rule, right, on earth. You have to judge to be able to rule. Okay, we're here to take dominion. Genesis 1, right, it tells us, right, I think it's 26, 27. It tells us we're here, take dominion. If you're going to take dominion, you have to judge. You have to judge rightly. You are an ambassador for Christ. This means you speak on his behalf. You have to judge to do this. You have to judge rightly. You're a mouthpiece for God. Rulership requires judging. Okay? John 7, 24. This is what John 7, 24 says. It says, stop judging by mere appearances. And this is, what, this is, this is where people judge incorrectly they judge by an appearance but the bible says stop doing that stop judging by mere appearances and instead judge correctly instead judge correctly did that did the word of god just tell you to judge but he said judge correctly all the while watching your own heart all the while making sure that you're not judging with a judgmental attitude, a critical spirit, a better-than-thou attitude, because obviously you would be judged for that. Okay? But the scripture in Matthew 7-1 is where they get, do not judge or you will be judged, but they take this out of context. This is taken out of context. When you just take one portion of a scripture... And then you try to make a doctrine out of that, you've just taken that out of context. And you have literally, especially with this specific one, it becomes a tactic that, that causes people to feel like they can't do a thing. Because, oh, I can't judge, not to judge. I think a lot of us had this teaching a long time ago. This, this theology, this belief that we're not to judge. I remember years ago, I remember that teaching too. And so therefore, it kept you mute when you should have been speaking. It kept you silent when you should have actually raised your voice. And the individual that God brought in your way that you were supposed to release by your words, you didn't do it. Because why? Don't judge. Christians are not to judge. Don't judge me. No, actually, you're supposed to judge. Because if you love the individual, you're going to tell them the truth. And only the word of God is truth. So let's look at Matthew 7, because verses 1 through 6, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but this is the section of scripture that talks about do not judge. But they take it out of context. So it says, do not judge or you will be judged. For with the same judgment that you pronounce, you will be judged. And with the measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. Then it says this, and this is the important part to hear. Why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but you fail to notice the beam in your own eye? So he's saying here, listen, why are you judging when you've got something yourself that you need to repent of? That doesn't mean you don't judge. It means you get your life right. Yeah. It's easier to live in sin and say, you know what? I'm not going to judge because I'm not the judge. Only God is the judge, which is the scripture. God is the judge. He, that is true. That is the scripture. God is the judge. But he calls us to judge. But the people, many people will use this scripture in Matthew 7 
because they themselves are walking in sin. So it's easier to say, well, I'm not the judge. God is the judge. So you know what? I, you know you have to do whatever you got to do, but I'm not going to judge you. Don't judge me. Why? Because you want to stay in sin? Look at what it says. Look at what it says. Why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but you fail to notice the beam in your own eye? But it doesn't stop there. It says, how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye while there's still a beam in your own? It says, hypocrite. Look at the very next line. Look at the very next line. First, take the beam out of your own eye. He's saying, listen, we don't stop there. We, do, we need to do something. First, take the beam out of your own eye. And then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Do you hear what I'm saying? Even in that scripture, it's telling you to judge. Just make sure you do it in the right way and make sure that you yourself are not walking in sin. Okay? Are we, are we clear on that? Yeah. Because I don't want anybody, I don't want anyone from my church to say, well, we're not supposed to judge because that's not biblical. You know, I can't, I can't uh, change everybody's opinion. But for those that come here, it is my responsibility to speak truth so that you are growing in the truth of God's word. There are many churches that will tell you what you want to hear. And you will never change and your life will never have the fruit that it should. But when you're challenged and when you let God speak to you and through you, your life will start to produce the fruit of righteousness. And that's what we all want. Praise the Lord. So I'm going I'm to pray here a little bit. I'm going to maybe let's stand up. So I know you guys have been sitting for a little bit, but let's stand up and we're going to pray. And I want you to pray as, as I'm praying. I want you to be in agreement. I want you to start praying in tongues, but I want you, we, we have to pray. This is our, this is our strength. This is the breakthrough power is when we pray. So we decree over this generation that our loved ones uh, have a radical encounter with the love of God that breaks the bondage of sin uh, and seduction off of their lives. Uh, we command the seducer who has entrapped our loved ones into a life of harlotry to be stripped of power and gagged and blinded by the light of Christ. We must understand that the power of God in us is greater than the power of the enemy. We must understand that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ear is attentive to their prayer. One puts the flight a thousand, two ten thousand. We're putting the enemy to flight. Put the enemy to flight. Put the enemy to flight. Even right now, with your praise, Put the enemy to flight. When you speak forth what's true, put the enemy to flight. When you say, no, you don't, devil. Not on my watch, devil. Oh, we see exactly what's happening. You cannot have my children. You cannot have my family. No, devil. You cannot have this church. No, devil. You cannot have our, ge our generations. You cannot have them in Jesus' name. You have to say it. You have to speak it. You have to know that the devil has no legal right. I don't care if they're in sin. The devil has no legal right. Why? Because you're going to stand in the gap. And you as a parent, you as a grandparent, you as a leader, you as one that is God appointed is going to be able to break the chains. You're going to be able to stand in the gap and say, Lord, forgive them. They do not know what they are doing. Do you know how many times I've prayed this prayer? Lord, forgive them. They do not know what they are doing. And then after you pray that, 
that prayer of forgiveness. Lord, forgive them. They don't know what they are doing. And after you pray that, then you take authority. Then you bind those shackles. You command those shackles to break off of them because they are bound in iniquity and they can't change unless somebody realizes I am the one to stand in the gap. But standing in the gap is not passive. It's not passive. Because people are dying on, their, on your watch. It's not passive at all. Amen. And I can tell you, I can tell you year after year after year, praying in this way, the lives of individuals that have been set free because of standing in the gap, rebuking that demon, demon, telling that demon it has to go in the name of Jesus and not being willing to quit. And I don't care how long it is. I don't care how bad it seems. I don't care how bad it gets. Do not quit. Right? God has instituted that marriage to be between one man and one woman. And we will continue to speak that. We will continue to speak that. God has ordained your gender. There is no gender confusion. God has ordained your gender. And it should never be changed. You know, there's a price to pay, church. Are you willing to pay it? We have to be willing to pay it. So we're not going to be cowards who are unwilling to speak the truth on Monday. But, on, but during the weekend, we're shouting the hallelujahs like the best of them. We're not going to be cowards. We're not going to be double-minded. We're, we're not going to just say hallelujah in here, but out there, we're afraid to speak up. Afraid to step on somebody's toes. Afraid somebody's going to walk out of our lives. Oh, no. Walk out of our, walk out of our lives. So be it. But I'm going to keep on praying for you because you can't walk out of my prayer closet. You may walk out of my life, but you will never walk out of my prayer closet. Right? So somebody just got freed tonight. Somebody just got freed of that bondage the enemy was trying to place on you. No. It's not about what they say or do. It's about what you are consistent with. Hallelujah. So we speak to the north, south, east, and west. Let's go back to prayer. We speak to the north, south, east, and west. Wake up to our children. Wake up. We proclaim freedom. Wake up. Those that have joined themselves with a tormentor who has robbed them of their innocence, their value, and their identity. Not on our watch. Wake up. Wake up. Our families will serve the Lord. Our families are saved. Father, open up their eyes. Father, show them the truth. Father, remove them from the trenches that they have fallen in. Father, remove them from the, raise them up from the pit that they have fallen in. They don't know how to get themselves out of this pit. They need us. And you may not know them all by name, but they still need you. There are people that are praying for your children while you're praying for somebody else's. There are people that are praying and your children are listening to you while your other people are listening to you. But God sees it all. And he says, because you were willing to pray for that individual while you had the same situation going on at home, I'm going to send the workers. Uh, I'm going to send the laborers. Uh, I'm going to send the ones that they'll listen to. Don't worry. Just stand in faith and stand on your watch. Stand as a watchman and do not shift from that position of authority. You have been given keys to the kingdom. Those keys need to be used. 
Those keys are keys of prayer. Those keys are keys of binding and loosening. Those keys are keys of prayer and fasting. Those keys are going to literally set captives free. And if you're getting tired in, in the battle because you've been, you've been battling, well, then you need to call up one of your brothers or sisters in the Lord and say, I need some backup. I need some prayer because the battle's been long and I'm a little weary. You need to get somebody that you can partner with because you are not an island. Right? It's one of the greatest tactics that the enemy uses is discouragement and fatigue. Get people fatigued so that they don't keep on keeping on. But we're going to keep on keeping on. And God is raising up warriors in this place. Because I'll tell you right now, as bad as bad looks, God is not done. And he continues to. And I don't have this death, doom, and destruction, you know, theology where it's all over. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's just about ready to begin. Are you kidding? The spirit of God is being poured out on our sons and daughters. They shall prophesy. Oh, you better believe it. They shall walk in truth. Oh, you better believe it. It is just the darkness before the dawn. Are you kidding? It is not over. It's just beginning. We are victorious. Our prayers availeth much. It is our prayer, the prayers of the saints that availeth much. Your children are being saved. Your families are being saved. They're being released from the tormentor. And I don't care how long it takes. They are being saved. And they're going to walk in their high calling. They're going to walk in their high calling. They're going to have the wisdom. They're going to have the discernment. Whatever the school boards, whatever their school, their schools or teachers, whatever the agenda is, whatever they're trying to shove down their throats, it doesn't matter because we're going to speak the truth, the opposite spirit. We get informed so we can inform them. Right? So rebellion has to go now. Idolatry has to go now. We command it to go now. Homosexuality has to go now. Addiction has to go now. Unbelief has to go now. Pride has to go now. In the name of Jesus, it all has to go. Hallelujah. We will not comply with a generation that's telling our youth that the script is being rewritten. You can't rewrite the word of God. It's eternal. It stands forever. It stands forever. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of our God stands forever. It stands forever. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. The Bible says, sanctify them in your truth. Your word is truth. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. We know that. Therefore, the word of God says, he says, I am the alpha and I am the omega. I am the first and I am the last. I am the beginning and I am the end. Amen. His word will never change. That's why we stand upon the word. We will not comply. We will not allow the lies of this generation. We will stand in the truth of God's word and we will see the victory in our families in Jesus' name. Shout. Amen. Woo! Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Amen. So you may be seated. Praise the Lord. I had a completely different message I thought I was going to bring. Completely different. It was one of these really sweet and just nice, and it was good, it was good. But when I saw that Amy Grant did and said what she did, I was like, what? 
And the Spirit of God rose up on the inside of me. I grabbed a notebook. I couldn't write fast enough. When I went back to read my notes, I had a hard time making out what I was even saying. I was writing that fast. But the unction of the Holy Spirit just so flowed through me. And I was like, okay, we're going with this one. Amen. Let's go. Let's go. Hallelujah. All right. Pastor James, you are up. Come on up. <laughs> He's going to do tithes and offerings. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. <laughs> Glory to God. Oh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh. Saints of God, you have got to understand that we do not live by the rules of this world. And don't get me wrong, you know, we pray for those in authority and God puts people in authority over us. But what I'm telling you is that we don't live by the rules of this world. For instance, it has been said there's only two things sure in life, death and taxes. <laughs> wrong. I'll prove it to you. Did Elijah ever die? Did King David ever pay taxes after he slayed Goliath? No. <laughs> Just one example. All right. We don't live by the rules of this world. So what's five plus two? Five thousand. Five loaves and two fish feed five thousand. Okay. We don't live by the rules of this world. Okay. All right. How do you pay your taxes? You catch one fish, that's all. All right? Just one. We live in obedience. <laughs> we don't follow the rules of this world because we live in the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ who reigns forever and ever. And there's only one thing that's sure in this life, and that is the word of God that never changes and never fails. And he is good, and his mercy endures forever. Glory to God. So he loves a cheerful giver, and what a joy and an opportunity it is to give. Tony, if you're just standing up here, there's this glory thing, like in this vicinity, <laughs> if you're making out a check, like the old-fashioned way with uh, write out the numbers and everything, uh, there's an envelope in front of you. Uh, the large envelope is for our building fund because we're going to get a building. It's going to be super awesome. <laughs> write legibly. Write legibly and do what the Lord tells you to do. Nothing less. We give to the Lord our best, which is everything. I count it all as loss for the knowledge of Christ, for whom I have lost everything, and because of that I have gained everything. 
Everything I have is in him. Everything. And when you catch the revelation of that, obedience is an easy act of love, though it may cost, it is worth every bit. So Lord, we give unto you out of our obedience and our love because you first loved us and gave for us the costliest price of your son. We love you with all we are we love you with all that we have. We bless your name. And we give in our obedience. Ushers, if you would like to go forward. The Lord be praised presence of God is in this place. And the smile of the Lord upon this gathering. I wish I could stand here forever. <laughs> He's got work for me to do. So let's. We've got more. You can also give online, kathycapola.org or houseofglorychurch.org. Get an instant acknowledgement that way, too. Let's bless the offering. In the name of Jesus Christ, I bless this offering. I thank you, Lord, for multiplying into everything that you have for it to accomplish. I thank you for multiplying it back to us and back into your kingdom because you are the supplier. Because the heaven and earth are yours, the fullness thereof. It belongs to you, and we thank you for supplying our every need. And to you be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Okay, this is what I'm going to do right now. Um, I'm going to ask everybody to stand up. Because I just got done preaching this message, but you know what? There are some people that feel um, that uh, there's already a spirit of apathy. There's already, uh, you know, somewhat of confusion. There's already fear. There's already, it's not don't be, it's already there. And so there, there's already um, some, some confusion and just some un uncertainty as to how, to how to walk, how to maneuver, how to, how, to, how to really walk this out. So I'm going to pray for you guys right now. Okay, I want to pray because any kind of film that has managed 
to get on you, some of you, it's not for all of you, but any kind of film, I'll just call it that. It's like a sliming, it's, it's the enemy's ways uh, that has already gone on, has, has already taken place uh, and come on your mind and your emotions and you don't know how to act. You're afraid to push through. You hear, you see, you understand, but you're afraid to push through. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I take authority over every demonic spell, every trance and every hex that the enemy has found a way in your life. I command the spirit of apathy to be removed from you right now. I command right now that spirit where it causes you to walk double-minded. I rebuke that double-minded spirit and I command it to go. Every place in your life where you have second guess or you're not sure and so therefore you hesitate before you really respond, but you know the word, you're just afraid to really fully walk in it. I bind that spirit right now that causes you to second guess everything. I bind that spirit that wants to keep you silent, keep you afraid, unsure of what you should do. I command it to go right now and I decree over you that you're the bold. You're the righteous of God. Righteousness of God is bold as a lion. And in the name of Jesus, you do know what you're going to do. And even right now, you're being increased in your faith. Your faith is being increased, being is being raised up to a whole nother level. You're realizing that Christ in you, the hope of glory, you can do all things that Christ has called you to do. And so right now, I speak wisdom and discernment over you in the name of Jesus. Wisdom, 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 discernment over you. I speak discernment over you. Some of you guys are going to understand how to speak, how to talk, how to walk where you didn't know before with these certain individuals. God's going to give you favor. He's going to open up your mouth and he's going to give you favor with these individuals. And I speak right now, they break through. I speak salvation, that the words that God puts in your mouth, they're going to literally save those individuals out of the pit of deception. They're going to save their soul from hell. You're going to speak truth and they're going to get saved. I speak that over them, over you all right now because God is using you. He is raising you. When he spoke this message and it was like a downpour, it was like this Holy Spirit unction and I knew I needed to bring this message. There was a reason for that and the reason is because I have a captive audience and this captive audience needs to understand the severity of where we are at in our timeline, but also that we are not helpless, that we have the power of God and we may be small, but God works even with small armies. Let's look at Gideon. Just look at him. Just look at David and his mighty men. There weren't too many of them, his 400 men, but yet God works miracles when he has a yes. And so I speak that over you right now. You're bold and you're going to do what's right. And you're able to in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, would the prayer team come on up? And if anybody needs prayer specifically for anything, come on up. We're going to have a time of prayer. Remember, next Sunday.